This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. Yeah, this time every Tuesday morning we take a look at what's going on in and around our communities by touching base with our Dunedin Community Boards. Uh, this morning, the final opportunity for 2021 to catch up with Francisca Griffin from West Harbour Community Board. Morena, Francisca, good to have you with us. Atamaria, Jeff, how are you? Very well on this fine, if somewhat cool morning in uh, Aotearoa, Dunedin. Francisca, we're going to catch up on a few things before we get a chance to just wish each other the best, I suppose, for the holiday season. Can't quite believe we're at this point where we're having our final conversation for the year, but there we go. Um, The time marches on. It certainly does. Let's talk about uh, the Community Awards first. Right, so just at the uh, beginning of uh, November, we had to change them so many times that, of course, I'd forgotten what the date was, but I think it was the first week in November. We held our community awards at the Pioneer Hall, at the Community Hall in Port Chalmers, and it was a wonderful celebration of uh, people in our community who do who do all kinds of things. Um, uh, Duncan uh, E. and uh, Jackie Ruston did a wonderful job of organising and holding the awards. They um, they spoke at length of uh, about each person who was uh, who was awarded, as it were, and they uh, yeah, it was just, it was so amazing to hear about the recipients and to. Um, you know, appreciate and celebrate uh, their contributions to our uh, local community. And, yeah, uh, it was just, yeah, it was heartwarming and wonderful. We had snacks afterwards by the uh, stellar his and hers catering that have just moved, <clears throat> well, not just moved, that are now resident in uh, Port Chalmers. Uh, and so, yeah. It's really very, very good, and I, I do believe we're going to be holding these once every, once in each triennium, uh, as opposed to yearly, because it is such a big and wonderful thing that you wouldn't want to be doing it yearly. And I imagine the contributions that were made by the volunteers and community members that were represented on that night are many and varied. Their contributions, um, um, you know, make, making differences in all sorts of different ways. Oh, absolutely. Just just a couple of examples. Edna Wheeler from Long Beach has uh, been uh, a stalwart of Long Beach for years and years and years. Uh, Long Beach Hall and uh, the list of stuff she does would take up. Well, we'd, we'd be here for half an hour. Um, another one, uh, another person, local uh, Port Thomas resident is uh, Mark Cannon, who now looks after the clock in our church, in Iona Church. Um, Antonia Wood was given an award, and I'm sure you might you might remember what what Antonia's latest thing is: clearing poop off the path, uh, the shared path um, from St Leonard's to Ravensbourne. We've been talking about nothing else on round, on round the boards uh, between you and Paul Pope over the last few weeks. Oh, oh, lovely, oh, but yeah, look, you know, and and well, there's a, I mean, there is an example, isn't it, of a very simple initiative which drew public attention to something that needed to be um, talked More about and acknowledged, yep, and right. and yep. and now we have um, you know some at least semi permanent practices in place to to help 
um, those uh, encourage those who are taking their dogs out on the paths to uh, to clean clean up after them with buckets and so forth placed around the place. So, yeah, oh, well, look, nice to see uh, that you had that opportunity finally to bring the community together in that way to acknowledge uh, the contributions of uh, those people in your community uh, who uh, have made a difference and no doubt there were many more and there will be many more and as we continue to go through 2022 I'm sure we'll be talking about some of them as we do. We so totally will be. Now new speed limits Francisca and Port Chalmers. Yes so there was a uh, there was a press release yesterday and I'm sure it will be in the paper this morning and you know online with the ODT um, so there's some speed limit changes proposed for uh, various areas around CBD, Green Island, Blackhead, Mount Cargill, uh, the Peninsula, Scrubs Hill, and um, for us, Port Chalmers. And so we're having some speed reductions from 50 to 40 k's in a few places in Port Chalmers to keep, of course, to uh, be keeping people safer. The um, press release talks about how. Um, what, 20, between 2016 and 2020, 28 people were killed in crashes and 231 people were seriously injured on Dunedin's roads. Um, four of those deaths and 107 of the serious injuries involved vulnerable road users, as in people not in cars, pedestrians, wheeled pedestrians, cyclists and motorists. Motorcyclists, sorry. So the numbers are no, no, not, not acceptable, and so the uh, some, there was some public consultation, and the regulatory subcommittee um, got together and uh, came up with this proposal, and council approved it um, on 27th of October. So these will come into effect uh, sometime early next year, and they are uh, in, in Port Chalmers, the Wycliffe Terrace. Um, Borlazers Road, Wickler Terrace is what comes uh, through the uh, railway uh, tracks. Uh, Borlazers Road, which runs between, it's a, it's a back road between Port Chalmers and uh, Soyuz Bay. Albertson Avenue, which also runs, um, it runs off those railway tracks. Uh, Gray Street, which is where our town hall is. Uh, Mount Street, which is um, opposite that. And um, Beach Street, which is where um, on the other side of that uh, town hall, Gray Street's on one side, um, Beach Street is on the other. So that's just marvellous that well, those have been decreased. Yep. Well, I mean, people who have been coming in and out of Port Chalmers over recent uh, weeks will have uh, will have had to accommodate uh, the 40-kilometre-hour change uh, approaching uh, in and out of Port Chalmers. Anyway, you get a good sense of what a difference that 10 kilometres makes. It definitely does feel as though you've slowed your car right down. You'd have way more reaction time, and that's what it's all about, isn't it, particularly when we talk about uh, unexpected uh, things that might uh, occur in and around built-up areas. So uh, good to see those coming in. Um, Absolutely, so good. The Aramoana play space, progress on that. Okay, so uh, yesterday we received the the Aramoana play space, which has been designed in conjunction with the uh, Aramoana residents um, uh, through the Aramoana League, which is great because it's good to uh, involve the immediate community. I know that uh, council did some consultation with the wider Dunedin community last year uh, and to ask you know to ask people what they would like and what they what they liked that was there already and what they would like to see 
um, but there wasn't um, much in the way of of asking the people who live in the air, well, as far as uh, Port Chalmers is concerned, uh, sorry, West Harbour is con- concerned, there wasn't much consultation with the immediate neighbours of the various play spaces. But we we won't go into that. We'll stick with the with the positives here. And th- yes, this play space looks just wonderful. It is going to be in the Aramoana domain, um, and it is a really well thought out plan. There's um, I'm looking at it right now. I can see a slide. I can see a I think they call it a carousel. You and I would call it maybe a roundabout. Yes. Um, um, I think uh, in Canada they get called uh, merry-go-rounds. Anywho, swings, um, climbing frames, um, a tube slide and a regular slide. Um, there is um, in there's some there's some uh, some opportunity for play in inside the vegetation, like inside the bush, where it's on the edge of the of the domain where the bush is. And it is, yeah, really well thought out and very, uh, I, I so seriously look forward to seeing it when it is finished. Yeah, that and other play spaces around the city too being developed uh, uh, over the next little while. And uh, nice to see some creative thinking going on, putting in fun and safe ways for us to spend some time with friends and family in those wonderful spaces. Well, just finally, um, Francisca, an opportunity now just to, I guess, uh, look ahead to... The summer months and uh, a little bit of time off for many people, not everybody of course, but uh, we want to make sure that when we're out and about enjoying that time off that we do so safely. Absolutely. Uh, it, it is, a, yeah, have fun over the summer and um, just keep yourself keep yourself aware of, of everything and, and um, you know, relax and go to the beach and, yeah, just... Um, you know, distract yourself from um, what is quite likely on its way this summer to to our beautiful city, and uh, that was another 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 um, edge to that. Stay safe. So, MSD has put out um, a document which we'll be sharing on our social medias of what to do if you do catch the virus and how to keep yourself um, safe at home. Because, of course, uh, we need to be um, in some ways prepared to have to self-isolate. Yeah, wouldn't, um, wouldn't, wouldn't it be a good idea if we just spent a little bit of time uh, leading into uh, that holiday period just to consider, you know, what, what do we need for provisions-wise? I mean, we're going to be thinking about that anyway for our holidays. Uh, what about also thinking right. about what, what you might need if you have an extended stay? And no one wishes that upon anybody, but boy, oh boy, I imagine if you do have to spend a bit of time uh, self-isolating at home, uh, you'd be grateful for the, any forethought that you're given to it uh, and any advice Absolutely. that you've got around it. Yeah, and it's not it's not a it's not a hard thing to do, and um, you can just add it into your extra Christmas shopping just to make and make sure that there's some extra food there, and that you have any medications and or, and or supplements that you choose to take whilst um, in um, in the in the mode of of having this thing happen to you, uh, and also that you've got something to keep yourself busy, and um, not busy, you know, to keep yourself amused as it were some books um organize some programs to watch or something to do that doesn't tax you very much at all 
Yeah, we'll look out for those checklists as they're published. Um, the yep. Southern District Health Board putting out guidelines as well, and we've talked about some of those here on ORFM's also morning show before. So, yeah, good. Thanks for the reminder. We'll keep talking about that too as we lead into Christmas. Well, Francisca, look, all the very best to you and your fellow councillors. Uh, we do appreciate the time that... Uh, you've spent on the community boards uh, coming and coming back with us and talking with us every four weeks through the course of the year. We've um, learned a lot about what's going on in your communities. We've had the opportunity to celebrate the achievements of some of your special people. No doubt there will be some uh, other reasons to celebrate as we go into 22 and some other challenges to face. So um, hopefully we can catch up with you in the new year. Um, All the very best uh, to you and thanks for joining us on the Awesome Morning Show. And all the best to you, Jeff. You and the Aura family do take care. That was Round the Boards. Updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.